0: We're going to go to Psalm, the book of Psalms, and we're going to go to Psalm 100 tonight. The book of Psalms, excuse me, and Psalm number 100. I hope you had a good lunch. I hope you had a good nap so you don't have to nap while the service is going on. I appreciate your willingness to stand up. If you have to stand up to keep from going to sleep, that's okay. It's all right. It's fine. It's okay. Just stand up right there where you are. And uh, if uh, anybody in your family, if the snoring bothers you, just go ahead and poke them. Tell them they need to wake up and be be awake for the church service. And I'm just trying to keep everybody hooked up, going strong here. And so we want to keep on going just as much as we're going. I miss some of the snoring in the auditorium. Well, maybe not. But anyway, I remember. Now, I remember you're the one that always fell asleep. So I got my eye on you. Anyway, so I'll try to move on here. <coughs> Hope you had a good lunch. Uh, Miss Pam cooked up a really good lunch of stir-fry for us today. Had a good time of of, uh, fellowship with her over lunch. And I'm very thankful that she takes care of me the way that she does. Love you, honey. Psalm 100, verse 1, Make a joyful noise unto the Lord, all ye lands. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come before His presence with singing. Know ye that the Lord, He is God. It is He that hath made us, and not we ourselves. We are His people, and the, pe- and the sheep of His pasture. Enter into His gates with thanksgiving, and into His courts with praise. Be thankful unto Him, and bless His name. For the Lord is good, His mercy is everlasting, and His truth endureth to all generations." Uh, if you'll leave your Bible open there, I'm going to pretty much preach all five verses. All five verses. Don't get, don't get too worried about that. It's a short, they're short, short verses. I know you probably took notice there, verse number four, even as we were reading, where it says, enter into his gates with thanksgiving, into his courts with praise. Um, I realize that we, not, we cannot physically do that at this point as far as coming, but we can come into his presence. And that's what we do when we join together like this, even in a distance. And so we're going to talk about that, that how we should, we should come to him with thanksgiving and praise. Now, I know in the time, the day that we're living in right now, um, you might say, well, I don't feel like praising him. Well, I think we can cover that with this right here. and We're going to try to do that by the good grace of God. So let's pray and we'll get started. Father, I do thank you, Lord, for the service we had this morning and uh, the response that was there. And I I am fully trusting that you're working in hearts and homes and lives and families, that you're doing what we can. I'm trusting you to do that, Lord, because whether they're sitting here in the auditorium or whether they're sitting in their living room, I, I can't do that. Only you can, anyway. And so we're trusting that you're working in spite of the difficulty and having to do this uh, through the airwaves, if you will. And then I'm thankful, Lord, I am for those that have been willing to come up and to sing praises unto you, that we might that we might uh, 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 that we might partake of that. That that Lord, we might enjoy that as they sing songs unto you, even as the song was sung tonight. And Father, we're so very thankful for your word. And we know that no matter what goes on, that your word will stand forever and we can stand upon it. And even even portions of scripture like tonight. And Father, I know there's a lot of unrest in our society and around the world right now, but you're still the same God and you're worthy of thanksgiving and you're worthy of praise and help us to use this passage of scripture tonight to bring that out in a very clear way. We'll thank you and praise you for who you are and what you do, for we ask it all in the perfect name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen and amen. Thank you so much for standing, and please do be seated. Psalm 100 is pretty much known as a uh, universal hymn of praise to God. Who is God? Makes it very clear, clear right there. Who is God? There is a God in heaven. and. And uh, the psalm and various paraphrases of the psalm have been used for centuries to put, uh, uh, to put music and to worship and to adore our wonderful great God. Make no mistake about it, God alone deserves glory. Alone, just God alone deserves glory. It, it is He, it is He that should be thanked. It, it, is, it is He who should be praised. It is He who should be adored. He shares His glory with no one, and I don't want any of it. I don't want any of it. It all belongs to him. And probably the primary interpretation and application of the psalm, this particular psalm, is prophetic. Uh, And it has to, uh, it is what is to happen when finally. Glory to God, Jesus is recognized as the King. That day is going to come when He is absolutely recognized by the King by the whole world. When He governs and and rules in this earth and, and all the lands and all the nations acknowledge him and worship him. I'm course, of course talking about the millennial reign when he comes back to rule this earth with a rod of iron. This world is presently out of balance and out of order and the reason is that there is no great uh, common magnetic hub around which the nations rally anymore they're all different directions all different religions and they're all attracted to different things and different ideas whether it might be uh, politics or religion or values or whatever the case may be but when Jesus reigns when he comes back to reign all lands, all nations, all people will worship him and will acknowledge him and the world will uh, know balance and they will know harmony because Jesus will be the great, if you will, harmonic balancer. He will balance everything out. But tonight I want to deal with this passage in a way that's more, well, it more practically applies to us right now because how Jesus will be praised and how he will be served in the millennial reign is how we as believers are to praise and serve him now. We're to be practiced up for that time. And it's how we are to praise him now. And how we are to serve him now. And the psalm itself could be divided into at least three parts. And, and it could get very, very involved truly. But but for the sake of simplicity and 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 the sake of... Brevity, so you don't fall asleep, we'll divide it into two simple parts tonight. There's just two two points to the message tonight. I heard somebody from their house say amen. That doesn't mean we've got a few sub-points too, but two points. So we're going to look at first how to approach the Lord. Look at verse 1. Make a joyful noise unto the Lord, all ye lands. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come before His presence with singing. Look at verse 4. Enter into His gates with thanksgiving, and into His courts with praise. Be thankful unto Him, and bless His name. For the Lord is good, his mercy is everlasting, and his truth endureth to all generations. Now the psalm of praise or thanksgiving, um, uh, this particular psalm of praise, uh, a lot of scholars connect it to the Levitical thank offering or the peace offering that's described over in Leviticus chapter number 7. And this offering was the very last of the offerings. The others dealing with sacrifices for sin had been done, atonement had been made. And now it was time, it was time for the people to be thankful to God and to spend some time praising Him. As saved people whose sin debt has been paid in full by the Lord Jesus Christ, our lives ought to be spent in praise and worship of Him. We have perfect reason to be praising Him and worshiping Him at any given time. The psalm says we are to approach God with joy and gladness and singing. It says to make a joyful noise unto the Lord. And I've said it many, many times. There is no reason that anyone can't pick up a hymnal and sing unto the Lord, because we are told to make a joyful noise unto the Lord. I'm very thankful. I, I love to sing. Congregational singing. I love congregational singing. By the time this thing's over, Brother Andrew may not like congregational singing, because I'm right behind him singing in his ear, and I'm pretty much sure that I'm all that he hears it might be. Well, I've had enough of this for a long time, because I guarantee you, when I sing, I do make a joyful noise unto the Lord. Look, it has never been, I want you to get this, it has never been a Appropriate to approach a king with a sad countenance always with joy no 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 you, you are not to approach a king with a sad countenance you're to always approach him with joy uh, you think about nehemiah when he went before king artaxerxes as as his cupbearer and the king at that time says why is thy countenance sad and, and if you read that passage of Scripture over there, immediate, immediately uh, uh, you realize that there was some trouble going on there because Nehemiah said over there, then I was sore afraid. He was afraid because he wasn't supposed to approach a king like that. He was supposed to approach a king with joy and gladness. And, all. and when we come into the presence of the king of kings, we should come with joy. Amen. We should come with joy. No, no, even no, even from your living room, even from wherever you're watching right now, as we come into the presence of the King to worship Him, to sing praises unto Him, we should come with joy. It seems that there's a lot of believers out there that have their wires all crossed up on this. Because when it's time to confess sin, when it's time to repent of sin, then they're flippant and they're lighthearted. But when it's time to worship and praise God, their countenance is sad. I don't understand. Where's the joy? Why don't why don't we No no no, we're people that are saved by the grace of God. Our name is written in heaven. We have a mansion reserved for us. Our sins are all forgiven. I don't understand. Where's the joy? Well, I just tell you, I just don't feel like... That's the problem these days. We're in a feely-touchy society where I just... Do... Well, I don't... Uh, Johnny, can you recite your, your, your verse? I don't want him to recite my verse. Oh, little Johnny doesn't feel like reciting his verse. I'm telling you, it's not about how we feel. It's about what we're supposed to do. Come on, I'm telling you. And we're supposed to approach Him with joy and praise and gladness. And when we think about everything that God has done for us, why in the world would we want to approach Him any other way? Why Why in the world would be so so sad? Oh, brother Marshall, you don't understand all this, all this. COVID-19 stuff and we're all locked down at home and we can't go anywhere whatsoever and it's just so terrible you don't have to tell me about all that I'm standing in a room full of chairs trying to preach to chairs hoping that somebody's listening out there I, I, you don't have to tell me about that how bad things are when you can't go out and invite people to church the, uh, Easter Sunday service is coming up and you can't invite people to come you don't have to tell me how bad things are but I'm telling you no, bad, no matter how bad things might get along the way our God is still alive and well and in heaven and everything is okay up there and he deserves our worship and praise and he deserves us to come to him with joy and gladness because of what he has done for us amen absolutely so no, 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 no. Down in the mouth just because things aren't good. Down in the mouth just because... Do you realize how much worse it could be? Do you realize that there the, Do you realize that there are quote-unquote religious prisoners around the world? People that are in chains right now because of their worship of the Lord Jesus Christ. Because they wouldn't give up their Bible. Because they met someplace they weren't supposed to meet together and praise our God. And so now they're in jail cells around... No, 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 I'm not making it up. Around this world there are people that, that are suffering 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 in that way and we're just mad because we can't go to Walmart. mercy sakes alive and then we have a Sunday it comes up well I can't go to church no 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 no. we can gather together if, if no other way we can gather together this way and we should still have a heart full of joy and we should still sing out to God you know why a lot of you have no joy because you won't sing out to God no no I know what I'm talking about because even when you standing back there in your place when we could stand back there you wouldn't sing out to God you stand around with your arms crossed look around the room and watch everybody else sing and wonder why you have no joy and wonder why you don't even enjoy being around God's people. I'm telling you, it's because you don't want to get involved. And it's a crazy thing that if you just pick up that songbook at home and even if you open up your windows because you don't like your neighbors and you want them to hear you sing, whatever the case may be, if you're just singing unto the Lord, I guarantee you it would help that heart. It, it 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 would help with your joy. We're we're to serve the Lord with gladness. Verse number two, we're to serve the Lord with gladness. Someone has well said that cheerfulness credits Christianity. You know, it's a terrible thing when somebody says they've been born again by the Spirit of God, but they say it with a look that looks like they've been mm, sucking on persimmons. I'm telling you, no, 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 no. I'm telling you, cheerfulness credits Christianity. It's a crazy thing when somebody knows you're a born again Christian, but you're never happy. You're always sad. You're always complaining. Always something wrong. Something all the time. I'm telling you, cheerfulness credits Christianity. We should be glad just for the sake that we've been saved by the grace of God. We should be glad just for the sake that. That we know that when we go to him, night or day, 24-7, he's there for us and he will listen and he cares about us and he loves us more than we understand. Serve the Lord with gladness. You, you parents listen to me. Do you, do, do you like it when your kids do you like it when your kids gripe and moan and whine and complain? I mean, you're going to have a work day, and it's like, oh man, I don't want to. Work. And that's all we do around here and do you like it no 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 you bosses that have that have people under you uh, that supervise people I, I mean do you like it when you a worker mopes around no no even somebody you work beside they're always griping about this job and that job they're supposed to do and i don't know why i have to do this and i don't know instead of just being glad they have a job mercy sakes alive you don't like it no, I said, you don't like it. Mom, dad, you don't like it. Supervisor, you don't like it. Then, 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 then when it's time to serve God and approach Him in worship or, or in the work, serve Him with gladness. He's worthy of that. Psalm 122 verse 1 says, I was glad when they said unto me, let us go into the house of the Lord. Verse number 3 says we're supposed to come before His presence with singing. Just read about the times of celebration in Israel. I mean, singing before God was a very important part of their celebration, along with the genuine worship of God. Sing. No, no, when you come before God and worship and, and, and praise, sing! Sing, pick up that hymnal. Several more people came by this weekend. Hallelujah. Picked up a hymnal to take home so they could sing. It's a wonderful, wonderful thing. Many of you have a hymnal at home now. That's a a great thing. I wish many more would come by so you would join along, join in with our singing as we're doing that. But you that have a hymnal at home now, let me encourage you, use it. No, I mean, even when you're getting ready to spend time with the Lord, your own private time with the Lord, sing unto him. Open up that hymnal. Sing some of those songs. I'm telling you to do something to your heart that nothing else can do. But according to verse 4, we're supposed to approach him with thanksgiving and praise. Enter into his courts, enter into his gates with thanksgiving, into his courts with praise. So we're to approach him with thanksgiving and praise. Now we have to remember, stay with me here, we have, to re- we have to remember that we're talking about being in God's presence. We're talking about being in His presence, entering into His gates, entering into His courts, about being in His presence, in God's presence. Could we at least get back to a place where we believe that there's a God in heaven? Could we at least get back to a place that we believe that He meets with us at times like this? Could we at least get back to a place that we believe that we enter into His presence? I mean, that we, that, 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 that we believe that He shines down on a service such as this. Verse number 5 says, For the Lord is good. His mercy is everlasting. Man, oh man, why why do we have access to Him? No, don't miss this. Don't miss this. Don't miss this. Why do we have access to Him? Let me tell you, because of His goodness. No, no, we have access to Him. We have access to God because of His goodness and because of His mercy and because of His truth. What would life be like without the ability to enter into His presence? what would it be like? Mercy. I don't see how people make it without God. I I don't see how people make it without spending time with God. Uh, no No wonder some professing Christians look so sour all the time. They don't spend any time with God. They don't enter into His presence. But we can enter into His presence because of what He has done for us. So when we enter, praise Him. Praise him and thank him. Well, I preacher, you're just going overboard at this time because you know there's not a lot to praise God for. Excuse me. Ah, uh, you know, right now, I mean, you know, just stuck in, you know, same old thing, day in day out, you know, and just really, you know, nothing to nothing to thank him for. A, a pardon me. Philippians four six says, "Be careful for nothing, but in everything." Uh, By prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known unto God. We have the opportunity and ability to be in His presence. God's presence. No, come on, come on, come on. You know that one I said a minute ago, let's really believe that there is a God. Let's really believe that we can be in His presence. Let's really believe that He's looking down on us, we have the ability to be in His presence. And we have, we, have nothing to, we have nothing to be thankful about. I mean, just that His mercies are new every day. We're not consumed because His mercies are new every day. The grace that he shows us. Charles Spurgeon said, So long as we are receivers of mercy, we must be givers of thanks. I don't know about you, but I'm thankful for the mercy of God. The Bible says we can come boldly to the throne of grace to obtain mercy, to obtain mercy. And find grace to help in time of need. Oh yeah, we have plenty to be thankful for. And we have plenty to praise Him for. We ought to be able to spend much, much time just praising Him for who He is, first and foremost. And then if you ever run out of stuff to praise Him for for who He is, then you could start on praising Him for sending His only Son. And then you could praise him for all that Jesus has done. And on and on it goes. Preacher, you know, I don't know. Okay, wait, wait, wait. wait, No, no, I told you it was going to be brief, but I want you to stick with me just a couple more minutes here. Because I want you to consider this in connection with the peace offering in Leviticus chapter 7 that I was talking about uh, 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 at the beginning of the, the message here, which is the thanksgiving offering. It's a thanksgiving offering. These times, look up here. These times, um, I'm sorry, those offerings were made at the time of the Jewish holy days and, and the solemn assemblies that they had. And all the people, get this, please get this, please get this. All the people were to participate. All of them. Well, well I just don't feel like oh no, no, you don't no, you don't get it. All the people, all of them all of them were to participate, all of them, and when they did, they were to come with joy and gladness and singing and thanksgiving and praise. Well, I know, preacher, but those were different times. Oh, no, absolutely so. No, 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 you're right. But at the time these offerings were were to be made, think with me for a minute. Don't think with me for a minute. Do you think that back then that the people were in just a just a constant state of bliss? I mean, man, life—how great is all life? It's so wonderful. Of course not. Well, how can you say something like that? Mm, they were human? No, they were human. They were flesh and blood. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And, and there were some probably that had sickness. Some were under a lot of stress. Some were, were in distress. Some were uh, 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 yeah, grieving about different things. Some had financial troubles, no doubt. Disappointments in their own circumstances. Well, how can you say it, preacher? Life was life. There was trouble back then too. They had their own problems back then also. They were going through a lot of things that we go through at times too. They were human. But, but still, they were to come to the Lord with joy and gladness and singing thanksgiving, and praise. See, the, whatever they were going through at the time, please get this. No, 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 no. It, it, no, no it, please get this. Whatever they, go, they were going through at that time had nothing to do with how they approached God when it was time to thank Him and praise Him. Look, no matter what we go through, God is good. And God is right. No matter what we go through, God is good. These people were still to express joy and gladness, and to sing, and to give thanks, and to bless the Lord for His mercy and His goodness, and His truth, and His grace because of who He is. We come together because of who He is and what He has done for us. So point two, and point two is a lot shorter than point one, okay? Point two. Look at verse three. It says, know ye that the Lord, He is God, it is He that made us and not we ourselves. We are His people and the sheep of His pasture. So here's, here's the key to all this. Stay with me. Stay with me. Stay with me. Stay with me. Here's the key to all this. We have to understand God. What do you mean, preacher? The Lord. He is God. The Lord. That means that we are to accept all that goes with that name. Jehovah. Jehovah God. He is God. We're, we're to accept all of that. What, what, what do you mean? He is God. He is sovereign. And He is faithful. And He is just. And He is righteous. It is He that made us and not we ourselves. He is God. And that makes Him worthy of our praise. And that makes Him worthy of of our thankfulness Israel was a great nation no doubt about it back there Israel was a great nation but they weren't a self-made nation no no they were who they were because they were God's people and the same goes for anything good in you or me we are his people the sheep of his pasture now hold on hold on come on up come on stay with me What an honor. What do you got to be so happy about? I'm a child of the king. What do you got to be so happy about? All my sins are forgiven. What do you got to sing to the Lord about? I have a home reserved in heaven. What do you have to be so joyful about? I have a friend that sticketh closer than a brother. What do you have to thank God for? I'm telling you, He's there. He listened to my prayers and answers a lot of them. Uh, No, no, no. I could go on and on and on this. We are His people. We're the sheep of His pasture. I mean, how blessed are we that God, get this please, that God would claim us as His people. That God would claim us as His sheep. Pretty amazing. Okay, maybe it's not amazing to you, but I know me. So it's very amazing to me. Very amazing to me. And then, because of this, verse 5, For the Lord is good, His mercy is everlasting, and His truth endureth to all generations. So no matter how we feel, And no matter what might be going on in our lives, even, no, 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 even quarantine because of this COVID-19 virus, when it comes time to give thanks, we should be willing and able to do it with joy and gladness and singing and thanksgiving and praise. We should be willing and able. Well, I just, don't, I just don't, I don't feel like praising God. Well, you know, if you would praise Him a little, it might get you to feeling like it. If you would thank Him a little more than you do, no telling what that might do for your feelings. It's not all about our feelings. It's all about a great God. Who loved us enough to send his only begotten son. That we could be called a child of the king. We got plenty to praise him for. We absolutely do. I'm going to pray. Bronner's going to play on the piano just a little bit. I'm going to pray. You let God have his way. Maybe you've let this whole thing get you down in the dumps. Maybe you've quit thanking him. Maybe you've quit praising him. Maybe you forgot about who he is and what he's done for you. Take time to turn aside. Ask Him to forgive you for that. Thank Him. Thank Him for the things that you can think about. Thank Him that you have a computer, a television to watch the service. Thank Him that you have a house to set in to do it. Thank you that you have clothes on your back. Thank they have food in the cabinet. Thank Him for what He has done. Praise Him for His goodness and His mercy. Give Him a little bit of your time. It could change the way you look at everything. It could definitely change the way you feel about things. Heavenly Father, thank you so much that you love us the way that you do. Help us, Lord, to have a heart full of joy just because you have saved us and because you're such a great God. Help us, Lord, to be thankful for the things that you have done for us, are doing for us. Help us, Lord, to be ready to praise you at any given moment just because we have been saved by your marvelous grace. Help us be a people with a heart full of praise and thanksgiving we pray and thank you for it. brother bron is going to going to play maybe just need to turn aside for a minute will not take long will not take long maybe you just need to uh, ask him to help you with your joy level maybe you need to decide to praise him a little more